2: Presented by Wingstop, here he is for Sean Jackson.
0: Ah, oh, yeah!
3: Okay, hey, Bot. Yep. Cut the music real quick. Hey, Sheldon's trying to call in right now. Okay. So let's get him, let's get him in and see what with uh, the three-time national champion, Sheldon, Blair Jackson Jr. has to say about and give his take on from all the way from from Texas, mind you, you know, on Nebraska football.
1: By the way, and, I, and he is calling in right now, but just some news uh, as the Big Ten is handing out their awards. Marvin Harrison Jr. wins wide receiver of the year. In the Big Ten, uh, not a shocking, but you know Trey Palmer might have been in the running there. Also, uh, Trey Palmer shut out of the first team. Uh, coaches and media, uh, they went with Marvin Harrison Jr. and Charlie Jones. I think Trey Palmer is probably the only name um, that to look out for here to see if it lands on the second team, and I'm sure he will. He's almost a, a lock for that. Um, also, offensive player of the year goes to CJ Stroud. His second straight year winning the award, fifth year in a row. Now that Ohio State quarterback has won the Big Ten Player of the Year. So, wow! Uh, Talk about a stable. Yeah. And maybe That's if Blake maybe if Blake Corum would have played uh, against Ohio State, he would have won that. But they basically won that game without him. And Michigan is the new king of the Big Ten. But Ohio State still gets the awards, I guess. Uh, Sheldon yeah. is on the line now.
3: Uh, hold on before you play, Sheldon. What, what can we play? Oh, the opening music that I had you play, I want you to play that one. You know what I'm talking about, Bob?
1: For today? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The
3: first one we played. Throw that on. Cause It's just a laid-back Wednesday.
0: Listen, baby.
3: All right, bring it down, Robot. Bring it down, Because I don't want it to, just go ahead and turn it off. Without further ado, every time I hear that song, every time I hear that, Bob, turn it down. Every time I hear that song, I think of Remember the Titans. And and Remember the Titans make me, think. it makes me think about us. And so this guy was in that locker room with me for four years. And so we, we, we've grown to know each other. And I'm bringing them back for more sheldon blair jackson former buffalo bill three-time national champ what say you and how have you been
2: i say uh thank you very much for having me on the show brother um you say war it was a was a lot of battling on that field uh i think it was way more of battling at practice uh but definitely i don't want to uh, take away from our, our many veterans out there who actually served in real wars. Uh, quick shout out and thank you to all the people out there who, have, who are listening, who have served us and served this country and kind of helping us keep, stay safe here where we live. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, my family is doing well. Uh, all praises to our glorious creator for giving us another day, brother. How are you doing?
3: I'm excellent. I'm, I, I, listen all is all is well in husker country is it all is well there's a there's a new rule there's a new rule in town <laughs> Period. there you go is it all i well? I, you, I, um, <coughs> I, I is it all where? well
2: because down here in the uh in the lone star state uh some of the information going out is i don't know if it's questionable. Uh, it, it does raise questions. Just I'm a, I'm a question asker guy. You know, I, I got a degree from University of Nebraska in psychology and I've seen a couple of therapists before in my day and they ask a lot of questions. Uh, I am not a counselor or a therapist by no means. Uh, I, did, I need more education for that. But I do. I do tend to ask questions. And the first question I wanted to ask, how many uh, previous stu- uh, players I've had the privilege and honor of coaching the schools that they play for. And I'll, I'll, I'll ring that leash in just at the University of Nebraska. I don't know that answer. Maybe somebody may know that answer.
0: Hmm.
2: Be a head coach? Oh, yeah, head coach. I guess it doesn't matter what sport that you're offering. But, you know, since we talked, since we I mean, you, you got, and I you shared got. the gridiron, we've worked hard and bled on that football field out there numerous times. I, I guess I will
3: Corral that you got, do football. You got three that I can think of. I could be wrong. I'm talking about that was a head coach that played for Nebraska and was a head coach, Frank Solich, Scott Frost, Mickey Joseph. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I, guess okay, so what I thought too, on my
3: head and maybe somebody may know someone else.
2: That's good. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, by, uh, by whose standards would one determine those coaching, uh, stints, if you will, uh, Successful or not? Uh, I don't know who. How do you measure success with those three coaches? What they were able to do with the players that they had, what they were able to accomplish with the players that were there when they were took the took the rings, as well as with the players they were able to recruit. How do you measure success with those three coaches?
3: (laughs) You you ask me how do I measure success? I I measure it in wins and losses. I, I can't measure it in anything else. Um, the, the proof of what you do when nobody's looking, when we're not paying attention to Nebraska football, we're not inside the building, we're not practicing anymore, but the proof is shown on Saturdays. And so I don't, Mm -hmm. you can say whatever you want to say for, for every staff that has ever been here. The proof is of what they've done in the off season from a holistic standpoint as an organization, it all comes through on Saturdays. And I, I know we talked yesterday. I don't remember who I was talking to, but we talked yesterday about the spring game. I think if oh. if, if if I'm not, I hope I'm correct in saying this. I think with rule, the spring game is going to be one of the most rock'em sock'em games we've ever watched. That's just what I'm thinking. Be- because in order to change the the narrative around here, it has to be. Hmm. Sheldon,
2: I yield. Is that well? I don't. I don't know how to really respond to that. You've been able to watch uh, help the uh, spring games for quite some time. I haven't been able to see one for a long time. So, I would have to say, okay. I'd have to address that to you and say, hey, okay. If you think that the, this this new coach, that the new rules in town, is going to give us a spark at the spring game, I I, I like to say it's okay. Does that? I'm mean, not. Wait, wait, wait. I, let me I don't say know this. how.
3: I'm not saying Go I'm ahead. thinking, I'm saying that's what has to happen in order to change the narrative of what it's been. Whether oh, okay. he does it or not is up to coach rule. Far as I'm concerned, I'm saying if we see this Sheldon, your position was one and lost win at Nebraska. Was it oh, during the you. season? It was it was one and loss in the spring games. Thank you. So that's mm. like that's what I'm saying. We're not that far off because it's just fundamental things that are broken. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like having the spring game be a glorified scrimmage. That's that's not Nebraska football. That's not how we play. You have to figure out which guy's gonna give you everything during competition. You can't, you can't by no means if you're not going 100 percent and see what a guy's gonna do in live action. How are you expecting him to get into the games and be amazing? It's impossible.
2: Very true. So you're saying, and help me understand this, that the previous years you didn't notice that or didn't get that feeling on the, at the spring game? The, the previous uh, last five, six years, you didn't see that at all during the spring game? No.
3: No, oh. it got progressively worse. I mean, last year, here, I give you a guy that's never played football, but. Well, how was the spring game last year to you? What what, what was that?
1: Well, they didn't tackle. So it was just it was too in <laughs> touch. Would have been better with flag football, in my opinion, but uh, not, yeah.
2: Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean they didn't tackle? They, like there was poor tackling or something? What do you mean?
1: No, they decided because the team was beat up and they didn't want to get more injured that they did. They just didn't tackle. So, um yeah, they just two there was basically a two-hand touch. And so even the best play Anthony Grant broke out of the backfield it was basically because the refs didn't call a player let up and and you know cuz he he was going for a tackle, he was trying to touch him and he he, he probably got two hands on him but they didn't call it. So that was the big play of the spring. It was just like, well, just let it go. So there was just you know lack of physicality there.
0: Wow. BetMGM MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only Virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Washington DC
2: wow now that that is completely unheard of I've never heard of that before so yeah I guess if the if if the new rule in town is to at least allow full contact scrimmages or full contact uh, spring game, that would definitely be a a game changer. I've never heard of that. Now, this is news to me. That shows you how far out of the loop I am. I have never, ever, could never imagine in all my years. I I remember playing in some spring games. I remember guys being hurt. But I, I also remember coaches saying, we're going live. I can't remember. I can't even fathom. That we would that the spring game, you have months to heal. I, I couldn't imagine that. So that's news to me.
3: Well, that's what's been going on. So and and I think last this past spring came to a head because that was the first time we really went two hand touch like that. Like like it was really mm-hmm. out of cake and really vanilla. And so all I'm saying is those are those are some of the little things I think um that that uh Matt Rule can do that will catapult us back to being where we need to be at and start our way back up that that mountainside you know what i mean i mean we've slid so far down that you got to start from the bottom because that's where you're at know where you're at build the foundation and then continue to build i think the foundation uh uh uh, mickey built a lot of the foundation up now it's time to build everything else up around it uh continue to build the foundation to make it bigger and, and and see what we can get done. Now, with that being said, I still want to hear your thoughts on the hire and what you think.
2: Well, uh, I have to limit my thoughts in that regard because I don't know enough. Right. So um, my limited knowledge about the new coach is exactly that. Uh, I do know that the gentleman correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not beyond reproach in in, in regard. So, if I understand the young the young coach came from uh, was it Carolina? Mm. Uh, and uh, I I don't I don't know how that went. I don't know the record specifically from that. I don't I don't know if that was a success. It was a disaster. Uh, I know he was had a disaster. A, like a seven-year or eight-year contract, and it was kind of cut short for whatever reason. Uh, I know, I think he's done a, I've, heard, I've researched a little bit. I know he's done a pretty good job down there in Baylor and, uh, his time in Temple. He, uh, was, you know, he started most like most coaches, you start off kind of on the negative side, but then you, you know, you put, you implement your program, you get some good athletes. And I think he ended up at Temple like 10 and three or something like that, which is a good, it's a good year. So I, I don't know. Time will tell, uh, what he's able to do in Nebraska, uh, Nebraska. you know, I was thinking about that before I spoke with you, I said, Nebraska, is not Baylor. I know that there was some competition, and the, you know, we, at one time we were in the same conference or whatnot. But I just can't really think of those two schools in the same vein. My idea of Nebraska is a much—I have a—you know—I'm partial, of course, to Nebraska. When you see that name, when you see that school, you're thinking one way. When I say Baylor, I'm not thinking the same thing. So I, I'm, I hope that he's able to, you know, extend, reach down deep into what. Whatever that that, that 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 pool of love and compassion and passion that he may have for the school, for the state, um, and be able to get the, like you say, reunite some new narrative for the kids on the spring game and whatnot and get these youngsters uh, amped up, uh, that remains to be seen. What you've done somewhere else can be done and can dupl- be duplicated in this new place, but time will tell. Um, uh, I, I, from what I understood, coach Joseph did a real, a solid, a solid job with what he had. He was kind of like a, a Solich in that regard. Solich started off, I think his first year was my senior year, my last year. He had his first year was a nine year win, nine year, nine win year, uh, with another coach's team. So he had the previous coach had a, a really good recruited a really good squad and so, Coach Hodge had to got to walk in on a really good team, and I, and I think that's kind of where Mickey Coach Joseph found himself. I think last time I talked to you, he was doing some things with the guys and getting the guys worked up, and you saw something different when he took the reins that you didn't see with the previous coach. So um, that kind of raises, that kind of that's where I got my questions from for with you earlier is like, like how do you measure success when you have to deal with or have to work with the previous coach's kids if you're not. And can you be successful if you're given a chance to maybe recruit your own kids? If you're given a four or five year deal to recruit your own kids, if you're reasonably successful with the previous coaches, uh, student athletes, uh, if you're given a chance to maybe bring in some of your own student athletes, could you be equally as successful or, you know, who who knows? Maybe, maybe not. So I'm not judging anybody. I don't know what the man's going to do. I hope he does well. Um, just going by the opportunities given to other previous players who became head coaches, uh, it's, it looks like the the, the the most recent head coach would have been equally as successful.
0: Hmm. You got
3: a point there, sir. You definitely, definitely got a point. Hey, what's the temperature there?
2: Not 21. Uh, we're
3: sitting <laughs> at about
2: 41, 42, 45 right now. It's supposed to get up to... The high for the day is like 55. We got a little wind chill going on, wind chill action going on, so it's going to feel like 45-ish. So that's where we are right now down here in the Lone Star State, in the Metroplex.
3: Well, you were going somewhere, and um, in Texas, as far as drawing recruits, what, what what's the feel around there? Because you were telling me how, you know, more of that feel around what was going on in Texas – out of Texas thinking about talking about Nebraska, the higher, is there anything else you want to elaborate on that?
2: As far as recruits? What do you mean? Like is that? Well,
3: well, just as far as, just as far as what's going on here in Nebraska, and I'm just throwing in, are you hearing different recruits or, or are you just kind of, I'm bringing you into something that I'm throwing you into the fire. Oh, the fire. I eat fire, sir. Um, <laughs> so I I've,
2: I spent a lot of time on the road here recently, the last few years. And so I haven't been paying attention to anything, but now because of a new, a, a deeper calling, I'm beginning to try to pay more attention and I'm really to, ready to serve the community. That's what I mentioned to you before. So, um, I I don't, I have to do more research and read more of the articles out here. Um, I don't know if there's excitement yet. Um, because of, there, there might be a little bit because a coach, you know, a coach, Coach Rule came out of the Baylor area, so there are some people thinking and talking like, "Yeah, this could be good for more Texas kids because maybe some of the more recruits nice. from the Texas area could find their way back into Nebraska." I don't know what the current count on the Nebraska's roster is from Texas, but if uh, he's doing, if he turns the things around like you said, that's a potential for him to do. Uh, that's definitely going to increase more kids coming out of Texas that want to go to Nebraska because the coach came from Baylor.
3: And see, I think I think that's another thing. You know, when we're talking about positives, you know, the fact that he had Baylor and uh, and had Baylor at the end of his tenure when they left playing pretty at a high level, he's got that area. He knows the area as far as recruiting, even on the East mm-hmm. Coast with Temple, he knows the area he should be able to draw some major names. I mean, when we were when we were good, we had guys from everywhere, everywhere, right, See all the, I mean, both, um, we're, both oceans, um, both borders. You know, and I think that's what made us good is that uh, Coach Osborne had us be a melting pot, you know, from from east coast to west coast to down south to Minnesota to everywhere you can think of. We had players that came that fit the mold of what a Nebraska football player should be. And then he got his assignment in what position he was going to be. And then if he didn't carry it out, guess what you didn't do at Nebraska? play it's easy it's easy you don't do your job you don't play listen go get your chicken sandwiches man i ain't said it in a while man i'm craving chicken sandwiches 50th <laughs> and no street 29th and pine lake 28th and superior right now we're open for business go get all the chicken sandwiches you can before we run out again i'm with sheldon jackson Three-time national champion, former Buffalo Bill, with Bach over there, looking great with his flannel jacket on. It's the ticket, 93.7, the cap.